Okay, so I'm back again and I am picking up my Bible reading and I want to listen to this again without having to reread it again. I want to um, hear this for myself as I'm reading this. Um, and I'm finding that as I'm reading, um, it's a lot to take in knowing a lot of things that happen and like, wow. Wow, it's just like, well, for a lot of things for myself, it's like, it's all this, well, I know many things are necessary, but a lot of the other information, like, do I really need to know this? Does this really need to be recorded? Uh, not just for myself, but does this really need to be recorded for um, really anyone else? Well, I guess so. No, um, excuse me, Father Jehovah, not to really question you, your word, but it's almost like the same as um, I learned algebra and I learned, you know, um, certain subjects at school. Am I really going to use geometry, you know, in my everyday day-to-day life? Am I really using uh, uh, pi and square and all that? Um but still, like I say, not to be uh, unappreciative and not to be... I'm just having a hard time with some of just reading. And so let me pick up. Let me stop. Uh, I guess it might be a little bit complaining to myself, I wonder. But um, Father Jehovah, forgive me. So let me pick up. Uh, Deuteronomy 3.23. And it says, At that time, I pleaded with, Je with Jehovah. Same. And I suppose this is Moses right here talking. Um, starting with verse 24. O sovereign Lord Jehovah, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty arm. For what God in the heavens or on the earth performs such mighty deeds as you? Please let me pass through over and see the good land that is across the Jordan, this good mountainous region in Lebanon. But Jehovah was still furious with me because of you, and he would not listen to me. Rather, Jehovah said to me, enough from you. Never speak to me about this matter again. Taking a pause. And so I'm gathering, this has to be um, Moses talking to Jehovah and um, and Jehovah had already let Moses know, hey, you're not crossing over into the promised land with, you know, this people here. And I get, you know, why, uh, um, I get that Moses, out of, in his frustration, did what he did, but he still should have checked himself. Uh, and so God checked him and said, hey, you know, um, you didn't um, sanctify me before the peoples anyway. You bring this water out of this rock? No. You know, uh, so I guess Moses didn't give credit where credit was due to, hey, hey Jehovah giving y'all water yet again out of this rock and uh, while y'all complaining. And that's another thing as I was uh, doing my reading. I didn't get that. Like, wow. Um, not to let myself fall into judgment, judgment, but wow, how could these people be so hard-headed as the way they were hard-headed. I mean, they saw Jehovah doing all these miraculous things, and yet 
They complaining? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, uh, and I try to keep myself in check because I know the miraculous things and the, the wonderful things this job does for me day by day. Um, just letting me wake up every morning to see another beautiful day. It's a two fifty two. It's a miraculous um, and a wonderful gift for me. And I thank you for Father Jehovah. Okay, let me continue reading. Now I'm jabbering going on. Uh, verse 27. Go up to the Mount of Pishgah and look to the west and north and south and east and view the land with your eyes for you will not cross over this Jordan. Commission Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him because he is the one who will cross over before this people and he is the one who will cause them to inherit the land you will see all this happen while we were dwelling in the valley in front of Beth Peor. Now, O Israel, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Now, O Israel, listen to the regulations and the judicial decisions that I am teaching you to observe so that you may live and go in and take possession of the land that Jehovah the God of your forefathers is giving you. You must not add to the word that I am commanding you, neither must you take away from it so as to keep the commandments of Jehovah, your God, that I am commanding you. Your own eyes will, your own eyes have seen what Jehovah did in the case of the Baal of Peor. Baal of Peor. Jehovah your God annihilated from your midst every man who walked after the Baal of Peor. But you who are holding fast to Jehovah your God are all alive today. See, I have taught you regulations and judicial decisions just as Jehovah my God has commanded me so that you may observe them in the land you will take possession of. You must carefully follow them because this will show wisdom and understanding on your part before the peoples who will hear about all these regulations and they will say, this great nation is undoubtedly a wise and understanding people. For what great nation has God's as near to it as Jehovah, our God, is to us whenever we call on him. And what great nation has righteous regulations and judicial decisions like this entire law that I am putting before you today? Just be careful and watch yourself closely so that you may not forget the things that your eyes have seen and so that they may not depart from your own heart all the days of your life. You must also make them known to your sons and to your grandsons on the day that you stood before Jehovah your God in Horeb. Jehovah said to me, Congregate the people together to me so that I may let them hear my words in order that they may learn to fear me all the days that they are alive on the ground, that they may teach their sons. 
So you came near and stood at the base of the mountain, and the mountain was burning with fire up to the very heavens. There was darkness, cloud, and thick gloom. And Jehovah began to speak to you out of the fire. You heard the sounds of words, but you saw no form. There was only a voice. And he declared his covenant to you, which he commanded you to serve, the Ten Commandments. Afterward, he wrote them on two tablets of stone. At that time, Jehovah commanded me to teach you regulations and judicial decisions, which you are to observe in the land you will take to enter, to take possession of. Therefore, watch yourselves closely. Since you did not see any form on the day Jehovah spoke to you in the horror out of the middle of the fire, that you may not act corruptly by making for yourself any carved image having the form of any symbol, the representation of male or female, the representation of any animal on the earth, or the representation of any bird that flies in the sky. The representation of anything creeping on the ground or the representation of any fish in the waters under the earth. And when you raise your eyes to the heavens and see the sun and the moon and the stars, all the army of the heavens, do not get seduced and bow down to them and serve them. Jehovah your God has given them to all the peoples under the whole heaven. But you are the ones Jehovah took and brought out of the iron smelting furnace out of Egypt to become the people of his personal possession as you are today. Jehovah became, very, Jehovah became angry with me because of you and he swore that I should not cross the Jordan or go into the good land that Jehovah your God is giving you as an inheritance. For I am to die in this land. I will not cross the Jordan but you will cross over and take possession of this good land. Be careful that you do not forget the covenant of Jehovah your God that he made with you. And do not make for yourselves a carved image, the form of anything forbidden to you by Jehovah your God. For Jehovah your God is a consuming fire, a God who requires exclusive devotion. You became father to sons and grandsons and you have lived a long time in the land and you acted ruinously and make a carved image of any kind. Oh, let me start off with that one. Start off with verse 25. If you become father to sons and grandsons and you have lived a long time in the land and you act ruinously and make a carved image of any kind, and you do what is evil in the eyes of Jehovah your God, so as to offend him. I do take the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you today, that you will surely and quickly perish from the land that you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of. You will not last long on it, but you will be utterly annihilated. Jehovah will scatter you among the people, 
and just a few of you will survive among the nations to which Jehovah will have driven you. There you will have to serve gods of wood and stone made by human hands, gods that, that cannot see, hear, or smell, or eat. If you search for Jehovah your God from there, you will certainly find him. If you inquire for him with all your heart and with all your soul. When you are in great distress and all these things have happened to you in later time, then you will return to Jehovah your God and listen to his voice. For Jehovah your God is a merciful God. He will not desert you or bring you to ruin or forget the covenant that he swore to your forefathers. Ask now about the former days before your time, from the day when God created man on the earth. Search from one end of the heavens to the other end of the heavens. Has anything so great ever happened or has anything like it ever been heard of? Have any other people heard the voice of God speaking out of the fire the way you have heard it and kept on living? Or has God ever attempted to take for himself a nation out of the midst of another nation along with judgments, with signs, with miracles, with war, with a mighty hand, with an outstretched arm, with terrifying deeds as Jehovah your God did for you in Egypt? before your very eyes. You yourselves have been shown these things, for you will know that Jehovah is the true God. There is no other besides him. He made you hear his voice from the heaven to correct you. And on the earth he made you see his great fire. And his words you heard from out of the fire. Because he loved your forefathers and has chosen their offsprings after them, you were brought out of Egypt in his presence by his great power. From before you, he drove away nations greater and mightier than you to bring you in and give you their land as an inheritance as it is today. No, therefore, on this day, and take it to heart that Jehovah is the true God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. There is no other. You must keep his regulation and his commandments that I am commanding you today. In order that it may go well with you and your sons after you. So that you may remain. So that. You may long remain in the land that Jehovah your God is giving you. At that time, Moses set apart three cities on the eastern side of Jordan. If any manslayer unintentionally kills his fellow man and he did not previously hate him, he must flee to the one of these cities and live. The cities are Bezer in the wilderness on the tableland. For the Reubenites, Ramoth and Gilead, for the Gadites and Golan and Bashan, for the Manassites. Now, this is the law that Moses set before the people of Israel. 
These are the reminders, the regulations, and the judicial decisions that Moses gave to the Israelites after they came out of Egypt. In the region of the Jordan, in the valley opposite Beth Peor, in the land of King Sion, of the Amorites, who was dwelling in Heshbon, whom Moses and the Israelites defeated after coming out of Egypt. And they took possession of his land and of the land of, of King Og, uh, Bashan, the two kings of the Amorites who were in the east, who in the region east of the Jordan. From Aurora, which is on the rim of the Arnon Valley up to Mount Sihon, that is Hermon. And all the Arabah in the region east of the Jordan. And as far as the Sea of the Arabah at the base of the slopes of Pishgah. Mm. Okay, chapter 5 all the way through. Starting chapter 5. Moses then summoned all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the regulations and the judicial decisions that I am announcing to you today. And you must learn them and carefully observe them. Jehovah our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. It was not with our forefathers that Jehovah made this covenant, but with us all us all of us alive here today. Jehovah spoke face to face with you in the mountain, which out of the fire. I was standing between Jehovah and you at the time to convey to you the word of Jehovah. For you were afraid because of the fire and did not go up to the mountain. He said, I am Jehovah, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You must never have any other gods besides me. You must not make for yourself a carved image or a form like anything that is in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters under the earth. You must not bow down to them nor be led to serve them. For I... Jehovah, your God, am a God who requires exclusive devotion, bringing punishment for the errors of father upon sons, upon the third generation, upon the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing loyal love to the thousandth generation of those whom love me and keep my commandments. You must not take up the name of Jehovah, your God, in a worthless way. For Jehovah will not leave anyone unpunished who takes up his name in a worthless way. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it sacred, just as Jehovah, your God, commanded you. You are to labor and do all your work in six days, but the seventh day is a Sabbath. To Jehovah your God. You must not do any work. Neither you. Nor your son. Nor your daughter. Nor your slave. Nor your slave girl. Nor your bull. Nor your donkey. Nor your domestic animals. 
nor your foreign resident who resides in your cities. In order that your slave and your slave girl may rest the same as you. Remember that you became a slave in the land of Egypt and that Jehovah your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. That is why Jehovah your God commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, just as Jehovah your God has commanded you, so that you may live a long time and you may prosper in the land that Jehovah your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. Neither must you, must you testify to a falsehood against your fellow man. Neither must you declare your fellow man's wife, neither must you selfishly desire your fellow man's house, nor his field, nor his slave man, nor his slave girl, nor his bull, nor his donkey, nor anything that belongs to your fellow man. These commandments Jehovah spoke to all your congregation on the mountain. Out of the fire, the cloud, and the thick loam with a loud voice. And he added nothing further. Then he wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. But as soon as you had heard the voice out of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, all the heads of your tribe and the elders approached me. Then you said, here Jehovah our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of fire. Today we have seen that God can speak with man, and he can keep living. Now why should we die? For this great fire may consume us if we continue hearing the voice of Jehovah our God, and we are sure to die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the fire as we did and yet goes on living? You yourself must go near to hear all that Jehovah our God will say. And you will be the one to tell us all that Jehovah our God says to you. And we will listen and do it. So Jehovah heard the words, you spoke to me, and Jehovah said to me, I have heard the words that this people have spoken to you. All they have said is good. If only they will always have a heart inclined to fear me and to keep all my commandments, then it will go well with them and their sons forever. Go say to them, return to your tents. But you should stay here with me. Let me tell you all the commandments, the regulation, and the judicial decision that you should teach to them and that they are to observe in the land that I am giving them to take possession of. Now, you should be careful to do just as Jehovah your God has commanded you. You must not turn to the right or to the left. You should walk in all the way that Jehovah your God has commanded you. 
in order that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will take possession of. So I'm going to read this last chapter. I'm read chapter 6. And this is going to be my Bible reading for today. Deuteronomy chapter 6. But uh, just reflecting on chapter 5 right there. Um, this great nation of people whom Jehovah has chosen. Uh, they, wow. Hearing with all these, wow, this great congregation of people. Hearing Jehovah's voice. The God of the universe. Hearing his voice and... Like, well, I'm, and you know, it's God, right? I mean, who can dispute it? Because, you know, it's, it ain't like they got ampli amplification systems, you know, uh, uh, big speakers, and, you know, that set up. You know, hey, it's God talking, right? But even with that, um, you know, they're hearing God's voice and ain't none of them dropped dead, right? But even, oh my goodness. The kind of people Moses had to deal with, you know, uh, the go-between. Moses was the go-between between the, the nation, that great nation of people, and God. And so now these people are telling Moses, oh, we don't want to hear Jehovah's voice. We don't want to hear Jehovah's voice. No, 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 we might die. But look, if God himself spoke to all these great people, why are you so afraid? You know, it should have became even more humble, in my opinion. Because I know, hell, if I heard Jehovah's voice, you know, I'd be, I'd be all good. I'd be like, no, shoot. I, I want to keep hearing Jehovah's voice. You ain't, no. Uh, I could talk to you, Moses, and I could hear, hear his voice, too. I don't, think I, I don't think I would be in that group to say, hey, Moses, uh, you know, um, I don't want to hear Mo, I don't want to hear God's voice no more. You, you know, whatever God's got to say, um, let him say it to you and, and you know. Uh, no, I don't think I would be in that group. I would feel honor and privilege to hear the great. Wow. So anyway, let me get back to chapter six. Okay, chapter six. Deuteronomy six. Now these are the commandments, the regulation, and the judicial decision that Jehovah your God has, has to teach you so that you may observe them when you cross over to, into the land that you are to take possession of, in order that you may fear Jehovah your God and keep all his statutes and his commandments that I am commanding you. Hmm. Um... If I remember well, I believe there were like well over 600 regulations. If I'm, well, I get a, hmm. well, I don't know for sure once I get all this reading in. But not only just the 12 commandments, but you got all these other uh, regulations that Moses had to sure, pretty much commit to memory to uh, go tell all these people. Okay. Uh, first chapter. Chapter 6, verse 3. Mm. Two, two again. In order that you may fear Jehovah your God and keep all his statutes and his commandments that I am commanding you. 
you and your sons and your grandson all the days of your life so that you may live a long time. Verse 3. And you must listen, O Israel, and carefully, carefully observe them so that you may prosper and become very many in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as Jehovah, the God of your forefathers, has promised you. Listen, O Israel. Jehovah our God is one Jehovah. You must love Jehovah your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. These words that I am commanding you today must be on your heart. And you must inculcate them in your sons and speak to, of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as a reminder on your hand. And they must be like a headband on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gate. When Jehovah your God brings you into the land that he swore to your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you great and fine cities that you did not build, houses full of all sorts of good things that you did not work for, Hume cisterns that you did not dig, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant, and you have eaten and become satisfied. Be careful not to forget Jehovah, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Jehovah, your God, you should fear, and him you should serve, and by his name you should swear. You must not follow after other gods, any gods of the people who are all around you. For Jehovah, your God, is in your midst. It's a God who, ex who requires exclusive devotion. Otherwise, the anger of Jehovah, your God, will blaze against you. And he will annihilate you from the face of the earth. You must not put Jehovah your God to the test the way you put him to the test at Massa. Massa? Mm -hmm. You should diligently observe the commandments of Jehovah your God and his reminders and his regulation that he has commanded you to observe. You must do what is right and good in Jehovah's eyes in order that you may prosper and that you may enter and take possession of the land about which Jehovah has sworn to your forefathers by driving out all your enemies from before you, just as Jehovah has promised. In the future, when your sons ask you, what is the meaning of the reminders, the regulations, and the judicial decisions that Jehovah our God has commanded you? Then you will say to your son, we became slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, but Jehovah brought us brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. So before our eyes, Jehovah kept sending signs and miracles, great and devastating, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household. And he brought us out from there in order to bring us here to, to give us the land about which he has sworn to our forefathers. Then Jehovah commanded us to carry out all these regulations and to fear Jehovah our God for our lasting good. 
so that we could keep alive as we are today. And it will mean righteousness for us if we are careful to observe all these commandments. In obedience to Jehovah our God, just as he has commanded us. Hmm. So that's my uh, daily reading. And pick up Deuteronomy chapter 7 later. Which I won't record. I read it myself. But I find it very interesting to do these readings. Um, and I'm curious. Um, my interest is peaked far as when I finish the entire. I'm hoping to have completed um, the entire book by December 31st of this year. Um, and I think I'm making good headway. Uh, but my interest is peaked now to read um, the Quran and what other religious book there is. The Torah, the Quran. Um, to see um, what similarities there are and what differences there are. I mean, because I find that especially going back into the book of Numbers, you know, um, like I said, I don't use algebra in my day-to-day -day life. And, and so um, I would like to know, um, um, does the Quran record such details as the book of Numbers, you know? Um, well, I'm good. That's all I wanted to do. It's a good day. It's a good day, and I thank Jehovah for uh, my eyesight and uh, the ability that I can focus on these words to read it. I thank Jehovah for my um, my brain capabilities um, that it all work cohesively. That um, my brain and my my brain, my sight, my words, uh, my speech, my intellect—it all comes together so that I can look at the words. And read it and um, make some sense of it um, to edify myself. And I thank you, Father Jehovah, for the ability, the ability and capability for all the all your blessings bestowed upon me day by day. And love you and I give you thanks in Christ Jesus' name. I declare publicly and privately.